Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to the Irish Tech Podcast. I'm here on the show to talk about the data and analytics survey. So how's it going, guys? Let me introduce yourself who you are. Super. So my name is Adrian Clark, and I'm talent manager for analytics for alternatives. Yeah. Hi, I'm Charlie Stoney. I'm the Group Managing Director for Alternatives. And I'm Lorcan Malone. I'm the CEO of the Analytics Institute. Okay, great. Now, first of all, uh, what do you guys do and, and, and how did this all start? Well, so the Analytics Institute is just about to celebrate its first anniversary as an organisation, um, as a professional membership organisation for people in the analytics and data science sector. Um, and so what we do is, as an organisation, we, um, we help members to um, access continuous professional development as professionals in the industry. Uh, we do training, uh, we do events, uh, we do initiatives such as the salary survey, which we're doing with, uh, with alternatives. Um, so our organisation is really about data analytics professionals and building the profile of analytics in organisations and in government in Ireland. Um, and Alternatives um, it has been um, in business since 2000 and before the term, the gig economy was in, came, came to the fore, we really invented it in the Irish market within the marketing and digital community. So we were the first people to offer companies an alternative way to access great marketing and digital talent. Um, and because our, I suppose our lifeblood and the heart of our community was in marketing, um, it's a very natural space for us to move into the, the, the whole data space because the marketing function has evolved so, um, so much over the last um, 17 years that um, customer data has become a massive issue for marketeers. So we've seen the move from the mad men era to math um, men and women era um, and in this new era um, really our focus is providing talent both now permanent as well as interim and contracting talent um, for that community and a huge part of that growth is coming from the analytics um, analytics business and Adrian really heads that up for us. Yeah. So my focus with alternatives in mind um, is looking after that talent and drawing that talent in and making sure that we're um, engaging really great client companies uh, with phenomenal international talent as well as local talent. And it's also why it's so important for us to be benchmarking and to be educating the community on, excuse me, on analytics and what analytics talent want. And that's why the, the survey in particular is really important to us and particularly important to the, the contingent I work with, which yeah. is data science, marketing insights, credit risk, um, I suppose, and to a wider extent, um, the greater marketing analytics arena as well. Because yeah, that was an early year, that's your word last month. Mm-hmm. And you can see how much analytics has come on in, in big leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, I certainly since I came on board as CEO of the Analytics Institute, I've been absolutely overwhelmed with the level of interest, both from individuals and professionals, but from organisations as well, like the banks, the government organisations, the corporates, SMEs. Um, there's a huge desire out there to understand the impact of 
data analytics on how we can drive businesses forward. I don't think uh, organizations, many organizations aren't really there yet. They understand that they need to be there. They're investing heavily, um, but there are some real leading lights out there. And other organizations who are saying, look, you know, we really need to get involved in this. We don't fully understand how to do it yet, but we need to get involved in it. Yeah. That's what we're finding. And what, and what we've found on the talent space is that um, the, a lot of the kind of build for resourcing, um, this, this whole data piece and managing big data, came from the sort of um, technology um, viewpoint, that let's get the technology right, then let's get the people who understand the technology, let's get the engineers, let's get the data scientists in. And actually, the bit that was forgotten at the beginning, and now we're finding people are clamoring for, is the is the sort of um, the, the, the art to marry with the science. Yeah. So the art of actually extracting actionable data, real insights, you know, that whole predictive piece, because... You can be a fantastic engineer and really good technically and with, with terrific ability, but you may just not have the business acumen or the foresight to see what the data is telling you. So in a way, you know, we're very much at the sort of, you know, I, I love talking about this stuff because I think it's a real marriage of the right and the left brain. Yeah. And you so need those right brain skills still in the data piece. Don't you find that, Adrian? Absolutely. And I think there's probably two ways that I approach it. And I've had conversations with people at the likes of the Predict Conference in October, early October. And it's hiring for EQ, not just communication skills, and it's also hiring for change coding into our CQ. So their ability of people to actually react to what the businesses want and their skill set and educating the business on, you know, just how capable these people are. Um, and it's really exciting from that perspective. I guess in 20 years, technology has improved so much, it's so cheaper now that mm-hmm. anything used. Because years ago, you had to do this, you were using the big mainframe where you couldn't afford to do it, now you can do it on a small little laptop. You can, you can. I mean, I, I worked in, in a business in Manchester um, in, in 2000 um, when, it shows how very old I am, um, <laughs> when, we, when Siebel was costing 10 million to install into businesses, and that's 10 million sterling. Yeah. So we worked with the lights of First Direct and Smile um, Bank, which was the co-op bank's direct bank, to test the Siebel platform um, before they committed the spend, you know. Um, and nowadays, I mean, I don't know how much Siebel actually costs these days, but it's 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 certainly in the tens of thousands, yeah. certainly not millions. No, I, I, I experienced the same thing in a, one of the large telecommunications companies here where we brought in Siebel yeah. and the business slowed down for about a year while we tried to work out how to, to make it effective for the organization. Eventually it was, but it took a long time as well. Now you can do these things very almost instantaneously mm-hmm. uh, and that value quickly. But I wanted to agree with Charlie, what we, we, we have noticed is um, analytics really sits between marketing and technology in many of the organizations. And what they are looking for is technology savvy people with a business brain as well and that's the that's the stuff that that organizations are seeking and certainly my members are uh, highly value individuals who have that ability to uh, broach both sides of the of the equation and uh, you know and and I think that's coming out in, in the early findings of the salary survey. It's those people who are the most important and the most sought after. Because I find some guys who are technology savvy just stay in the background and don't do anything else. And they're the guys that are harder to basically say, do this because they can't do it. They've got a business brain. Yeah. They've yeah. basically been told, basically, this is what your job is, do this and that's it. Now, I must say, uh, you know, in, in, I, I've 
spoken to, I don't know, maybe 150 companies in this area over the last year. Um, and I have been impressed with, with technology people and how good they are at understanding the business impact, you know, um, and business strategy. So it's improving, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's certainly improving. And the business case for analytics is becoming more defined. So initially people were were investing in analytics in the hope that they might achieve something, but they weren't sure what it was. Mm-hmm. But I mean, now uh, businesses are asking more and more, look, what is the impact? What is the value that we're getting from this? And why should we do it? And uh, I think the analytics community is proving the case better all the time. Yeah, because I've seen basically, I remember 30 years ago, you know, about, you know the, the computer guy would be the guy in the corner, and he, he'd be left to do his stuff, and then you have the business brains at the front, and then at times they might meet up and meet new minds, but in reality, both wouldn't actually be in the same room, same time. Absolutely, and I think I think uh, what we're what we're seeing now is that the analytics, the data analytics, is no longer the two geeks sitting in the corner, but it's actually perhaps getting a, a seat at the top table yeah. in organisations, and that's what we would be suggesting that corporate organisations need to be considering analytics as as an important uh, part of their overall business strategy, just like finance, marketing is, uh, you know, IT is, analytics is one of those C-level uh, Absolutely, levels. and analytics, and because of the bridge and the gap, well, maybe you take a step back, maybe because the way organisations are having to work now, everything has become so cross-functional. So no longer do, are you just a marketing director or just the chief information officer or the chief data officer or the commercial director you 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 actually are you have to have a multi-skill head on you for every function that you lead and so what's happening is that um, you've got these great analytics people, these great commercial people, these super marketing people and fundamentally what they're all doing at the moment is managing cultural change So cultural change is the key word that everyone is using in business now, which really refers to the whole transformation of businesses because of digital, because of the analytics requirement, because of what businesses need to do in order to make that change. And so these people are like hen's teeth, people that can really drive a business forward. I mean, in in the survey that we've just done, and that is still open, by the way, so um, please... um, We'll be putting the URL on your website, won't we? Right, right, okay. So please do um, complete the survey if you're in the analytics field. Um, But three quarters of the people who completed the survey to date have received a pay increase in the last in the last year. Um, so we're seeing big salaries and, and people being counter-offered. So when Adrian finds somebody brilliant um, to put in front of a business, if they don't move quickly, the counter-offer is there and they don't get them. I mean, aren't you finding this with a lot of the, the key people? Like, absolutely. And I mean, this goes back to why it's such a great area to work in from one perspective, yeah. but it's also why it's so challenging for businesses from another. I mean, counterculture is definitely alive. Um, you know, candidates are coming to expect more. I think certainly in the last two years, it was about giving people the opportunity to be more project-driven and, and test out new areas and, you know, apply their skill set to areas that they haven't looked at before, perhaps, because the organisation themselves didn't really understand yeah. the capability. Um, yeah, salaries are definitely going up. And also with that in mind, the expectations of candidates are different, though, as well. Yeah, I guess because it's evolved over the past 20, 30 years, but it's evolved into more, uh, more of a role where guys tend to be as much tech savvy as used to be to do it. Mm-hmm. There's more people want to do want to get involved because they know that it's not too nerdy. 
Yeah, and and I think there's some findings in our survey, Lorcan. Have you got mm. something there on there? Yeah, so we just uh, we did that. We asked the question: Which of the best describes how data analytics function is perceived within your organisation? And interestingly, 43% said that it's perceived as strategic revenue driving partner with a voice on the board, while um, only 22% see it as a support function. So that's encouraging. Yeah. You know that uh, you know it's seen as 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 a key aspect of the business. I guess the thing is to get people when they're at school educated that it's it's a career worth doing. Yeah. Because most people are educated not in STEM but tell them this is an important part of STEM that you can do and it's not it's not as basically as detailed or or as scientific as you might think it is. Mm-hmm. No, I have a nineteen year old son and uh, just going into college and um He's gone into analytics uh, based on what I've I've seen over the last twelve months yeah. in terms of what's happening with recruits in this area. It's unbelievable. Mm. And definitely, like it, it, it transcends globally as well. Like, I mean, forty percent of graduates in the US at the moment are are in stats graduates in particular are female. Yeah. So this kind of goes into another area mm. as well, which is you know. The, the, you mentioned the STEM part, but also the balance and the gap that exists mm-hmm. um, in the stats skill sets and that skill sets works in analytics. And analytics seems to work very well. You know, you've got great initiatives out there like XX Dublin, yeah. which is a meetup for um, solely for women in the analytics space. And it's not a, there's a great community in Dublin with this in mind. I mean, it's driving, you know, people who perhaps wouldn't have thought about analytics before. It's, it's more, let's say, it's more um, attractive as an industry because it is it's opening up people to the capability of applying not only their skill set but also their background you know and we were looking at the survey recently again and it's you know the gender applicant response is just so interesting and the male response is 73% female response is 26% so in Ireland and given that the survey is, is Ireland orientated it just shows there is a big divide still yeah. between mm-hmm. male and female and, we, and the work that we have yet to do now I'm quite happy with the fact that we have placed um, many females in analytics and it's something that our clients have said to us it's kind of interesting and we are asked from time to time you know what's the what's the balance looking at, at like, like in the marketplace, but there is still that dividing. You know how do we counteract that? Is the well, next thing you know? Absolutely, but I'm, I I would be encouraged at the amount of uh, the level of um, female at senior management. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I agree. It's interesting. I agree. Um, so we have our national data analytics conference on the twenty first of November, and uh, what's interesting for me there is we were looking for very senior speakers and panelists. Uh, in the industry, we probably have a 50 50 split on that in terms of men and women, which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, because at a time in the past, when you're looking at the conference, you see the majority will be, will be men. Mm-hmm. And if you ask why the women there, it's well, we can't get them. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we do one every, we did one last year on IT, we did one at Lilith's one in FinTech. And we were, we were told last year at one of our events, why isn't enough women if they've been speaking? We're going, well, look, it's hard to get them because there's not many senior people in that area. Mm-hmm. And just trying to get, trying to find them. And when they are in that area, they excel. I mean, there are yeah, some key absolutely. women in, in the in the in the technology field who mm-hmm. are really, really quite exceptional. Um, I mean, you know, when the, and I'm sorry, I would speak for my gender, wouldn't yeah. I? But I mean, when when women get, you know, build a career in a men's world, traditionally a men's world, um, it really they are the sort of shining light. But I would, I would also argue that analytics, perhaps, because it's relatively unique in that it's, mm. I wouldn't call it a STEM, necessarily a STEM I function. Agree. Mm. I it, agree, I you know, Because yeah. it's, it, there's a strong element of customer yeah. uh, orientation. Uh, there's about a lot. It. So it, yeah. it, it marries the kind of marketing with the technology. So I think it's a, it's a hybrid, really. And that's why I think 
women are leading in terms of you know at leadership level with this because they bring that customer savvy um, to the science. Yes. Yeah, the EQ piece, yeah. and it's also in a, if you think about it, as you grow, as you progress, and as the as the industry matures, that whole um, the art with the science, the yeah. art comes from. You will find people in research roles who are moving into analytics. Now they're still doing research, but they're doing it with big data as well as you know yeah. they're doing quant as well as qual. You know, so you're finding that 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 that, that ab- absolutely as you say, women who've gone into pure marketing will veer into analytics. If if they've got, you know, um, insights as a key part of their skill set. Yeah, you know? a strong, strong sense of intuition, I think, is important yes, as well, yes. so that you are taking the facts, you're taking the, the results of the analysis and then deciding what you're going to actually do with that. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's yeah. the important bit. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's yeah. not, you know, the historic, here's, here's how the land lies at the moment, which is what analytics typically gives you. But it's the understanding of what you're going to do with that information to create competitive advantage. That's yeah, important. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I guess basically from what I've seen over the years, because I call it STEM because it evolved basically in math spaces, so yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. why I was saying all the technology. Oh, no, yeah, but I can see why you call it a hybrid, and as a, as a hybrid, it's kind of that means it's kind of a, a new sphere. Yeah. And if you can tell people this is a new sphere, it's a hybrid, mm. and it emerges math technology. If you can, if you can be good at both, but not great at both, use a career here for you. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know the basic maths. I mean, I I as a as a as a sort of school student, I I, I did honors maths and then left all of that behind. But you know, I can un- I understand how to manipulate data and pull data out and see the insights because I've got a you know I've got a sales and marketing brain. Yeah. So you know. If, Quite frankly, if I can do it and drive insights, then you know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best thing is if you think basically you have a role model they can inspire to, like yeah, yourself, yeah, say, this is what I've done, and have a role model there, people are going to be more impressed and get involved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I think with that in mind, I mean, the new hybrids are attracting people into the area as yeah. they never had before. Data, data meets digital, you yeah. know, data meets uh, media in a yes, massive way, which yes, is huge. Yes, and media yes. has always had... And social. You know, absolutely, yeah. media social in a big way, yeah. and data and social. And also from the perspective of um, even even how banking has evolved as well. Like yeah. It used to be about credit risk and are really hard-hitting, you know, Basel II stats guys. But again, it's evolved, and I mean, it's a whole new science, and it's decision science, you know, it's insights, decision science, not only data analytics, data science. So... You know, what's exciting is drawing people in from industry that they never thought they would have utilised data in the way that they are now. And that's great from the perspective of long-term career. And in the salary survey, we're looking at, you know, the top three skills that organisations uh, would look to hire for to fulfil their skills. And if you look at, like, the largest skill set there that in demand, if you will, is influencing and stakeholder skills. Yeah. So that's In the analytics yeah. industry. Absolutely. It's fascinating. So people who are actually able to kind of, you know, uplift the importance of analytics in, in certain situations and then that's closely followed by communications and presentation skills the EQ piece again and then quickly following that again is strategic thinking so all of these skills are very high level high level EQ orientated and again they're driven by I suppose the desire of analytics people to, to be seen and be heard but also to bring in their skill set in and not to be assumed to not have those skill sets I've seen uh, a lot of startups are coming in and they're not involved in analytics area one I know is called Engager and they have found a way be you know engager yeah, yeah, I interviewed them last year when they were starting off mm-hmm. and went to launch and I thought they had a lot because uh, Charlie was more to tech head and Emma who was basically background as media but because they could both merge together they both knew what they had to get to work and I think it's a brilliant idea mm-hmm. and I'm seeing that coming involved in other words 
it's making it's actually because you're involved in digital and you're involved in media yeah. and you're not involved in just a plain old analytics it's more than that yeah, and people are looking for the, the talent, the, the, the top talent are looking for really interesting projects. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing, because of that project nature of the business, companies can't assume that their great people will stay with them for too long. Now, the vast majority of the people who re- responded to our survey are only thinking of their career and data in terms of 12 to 18 months. Sorry, their career in their current company, yeah. 12 to 18 months, which is shorter than any other industry sector you know, yeah. at the moment because it's project-led. It's what technology are you using? What are you trying to achieve? Where are your customers? Where are we going to? What's the journey? You know, those are all the questions they're asking, which is fascinating yeah. and, and kind of links to the millennial view of the short-term you know, longevity of services, not something that's... that's but that presents that's a challenge, anymore. I think, a huge to, challenge. to, to, yes. to organisations not only to give people interesting things to do to retain them and pay them well to retain them, but also to give them a career path. And if, as it is a only an emerging profession, there isn't necessarily a defined career path there, you know, because organisations see people in this area and call them different names and, and give them different titles. So there's some level of confusion. So we're excited as an organisation to work with, with, with alternatives uh, on this survey as part of an overall uh, vision we have of creating a framework for a career within the industry so yeah. that people can actually map themselves and employers can map people and say, ah yes, well this is where this professional is and this is where this professional is. And some form of method to benchmark and compare. So yes. you know that's why we're working with alternatives. They're, they're excellent at this. Uh, and uh, I think it will help us to be able to inform our members and give them the comfort that they understand how to recruit better. Yeah. Thank you, Lorcan, for that endorsement. Um, so yes, the, the, the survey, I think, will, will, will shine a light on the industry, will give us some key highlights. Um, we will be showing the highlights at the Analytics Institute conference, which is on what date again? The 21st of November 21st in November. the Western Hotel. Yes. Uh, you said earlier, you mentioned that 18 months referred to the project. Normally after 18 months, you're doing something different. So each time you do a project, you're learning new skills. Mm-hmm. Because you're, each project won't be the same when you're using different technology, because technology evolves all the time. Mm-hmm. And now we're basically more in a SaaS and PaaS environment, because it's easier to use them. So mm-hmm. as they become more relevant, every six months, someone's going to introduce a new version of software that you're using. So because of that, uh, 18 months, I can see why people are, are thinking, okay, 18 months, they've done their stuff, and then they've gone something different. And each time they do a new project, they're learning a new skill set as well. Well, I suppose the challenge is to ensure that employers allow their staff to continuously develop their skill set yeah. without having to hop from job to job. Exactly. Yeah. So they don't have to leave the company. Yeah, they don't have to leave the company. provide them with something new yeah. where they are. And that's, yeah. that's a, a yeah. key delivery of the Analytics Institute yeah. is to give or um, individuals continuous professional development within their current roles. Exactly. So that they're getting exposed to new technologies and uh, new uh, areas, emerging technologies as well, without necessarily having to move their job in order to do so. I guess so. maybe if they're told this, we have a five-year plan for you, and that five-year plan involves two or three projects. Exactly, you know, but those those projects are going to change all the time exactly. because this stuff is going is moving really, really fast. And I, what we have noticed among our membership is a, an eagerness and an anxiety, really, to keep up with the change. You know, because it's it's changing so quickly that you're a leader in your sphere 
this year and maybe you're behind the eight ball next year unless you continuously keep your skills up. Yeah, and, and I think that, that, you know, just in terms of the sort of final words on this is that nobody has it right. No. Nothing is perfect. Data no. is never going to be perfect. And if you're going to wait for your database to be perfect before you start using it, well, then you, you'll never get started. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, really, I suppose it's a bit like the sort of the emperor's new clothes. We've got to stop pretending that we all know everything mm-hmm. yeah. and admit, like, we do every day oh my god I didn't know that you know move on you learn something new every day because this thing is yeah. is, is is happening so quickly yeah. and also know. I think we have to trust the fact that the talent as well as driving this as well it is a candidate driven market yeah. you know it's a candidate driven industry because it relies so heavily on the skill sets being taken taken upon and, and applied and if we look at the likes of machine learning and AI and the great conversations that are happening about all our jobs being automated, mm-hmm. well, like we need to get real and say that like, certain roles are going to be automated. How can we work with the technology? How do we optimize our yeah. human interaction with that technology? And feel a little bit more comfortable in the safety of data because it is going to help us. Yeah, I agree. I haven't seen. I, I agree, but I haven't seen. In all honesty, I think there's a bit of hype out there, a fear mm-hmm. of you know the technology mm-hmm. taking over our mm-hmm. roles. That's a kind of a media-driven thing. I, certainly among my membership and the clients that I've been dealing with, I haven't seen that. They all see it as opportunity. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But for me, the thing is how you interpret the data. And also, it's what standards are you using? Because you could have one company interpreting a certain way, another way. Another way. If you have a standard uh, protocol mm-hmm. of how it's been interpreted and, and read, then it's going to be easier to, uh, to actually use the state properly. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Right. Okay. I guess that's it. Then. Okay. Thank you, Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks for that. Thanks, Ronan. No problem.